Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to my podcast, Taking Off with Shelley Cameron, where I take you behind the scenes of the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Taking off is a rare glimpse inside one of the busiest airports in the United States. Opportunities for businesses of all sizes at a major airport like PHL are substantial and diverse. In this episode, we will talk about the Business Opportunity Forum, an annual event held in conjunction with the City of Philadelphia's Minority Enterprise Development Week, also known as MedWeek. The Business Opportunity Forum is ideal for businesses and individuals to learn about opportunities with PHL, everything from construction to service projects to concession and vendor opportunities. Joining me to talk more about the Business Opportunity Forum is Kathy Padilla, Deputy Director of Diversity and Inclusion, and Deatrice Isaac, Deputy Director of Airport Procurement. Kathy and Deatrice, thanks so much for joining me today. So before we jump into the Business Opportunity Forum, I think it would be really helpful for our listeners to hear a little bit about the role of your departments. Kathy, let's start with you. Can you tell our listeners about your office and what it does? Well, the Office of Business Diversity is really involved in trying to make sure that opportunity actually happens for diverse and small businesses, mainly minority and women-owned businesses. We run a variety of different programs, including the federal ACDBE and DBE programs, which are funded by the USDOT. Okay, acronyms. Yes, ACDBE is... for Airport Concession, Disadvantaged Business Enterprise, and Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. And those follow federal regulations that we have to apply and get applied actually nationwide. And there's also the local program, which is with the Office of Economic Opportunity, which is the OEO. And the OEO is, uh, covers the entire city of Philadelphia. We run citywide, actually, the DBE program, but we're just another department when we talk about the OEO program. So the airport is the one point of contact for the federal DBE program in the city of Philadelphia. Yes. And I think you had told me in the past there are, what, five federal certifying organizations in the state of Pennsylvania? Yeah, is that correct? There's five. There's ourselves, the airport, SEPTA, PennDOT, Uh, Allegheny County MWDBE office, and I think you can know what that acronym stands for, and the uh, Port Authority of Allegheny County. So those offices do similar to what you do. They do certifications as well as what monitoring activities? The overall goal setting that's required for federal programs is individual goal settings. There's monitoring, there's enforcement, there's a lot of trying to do business capacity workshops. While those are the only certifiers, there are a lot of other members of the UCP. There's members of the Oversight Committee, and some of the other big names on there are DERPA and the Turnpike Authority in Pittsburgh Airport, but they don't do certification. You know, you also have a lot of other smaller transit agencies that receive federal funds, which can vary from year to year depending on how much money they get. Anything from Center City District, when Dilworth Plaza was being worked on, to Venago County Transit. So that's a lot of responsibility if our office here at at the airport is one of only five in the whole state that does those sorts of activities. It's really important work, and there aren't enough resources generally to do it because a lot of agencies got out of the business of doing certification. Thanks, Kathy. Deatrice, talk about another area of the airport that is, I think, not a lot of people know about, but requires a lot of resources and work and attention. That's airport procurement. Can you explain to our listeners what we mean when we say airport procurement? 
Let me just start by saying we've successfully completed over one year of hiring our own procurement department here at the airport. We're the only city agency that has procurement in their department. Every other city agency goes through central procurement downtown. So we're very happy that we have the responsibility to manage our own projects in-house. We process service supply and equipment bids which are commodity items from anything, like you said, post-it notes or... Um, post-it notes. <laughs> yeah, or trucks or, you know, things like that, which we, we can so it could be more. So it could be a dollar pack of post-it notes to a million-dollar specialized firefighting exactly. vehicle. So when we talk about service supply and equipment services, it could be custodial services, window washing services, security guards, or office supplies, or equipment trucks printers, those sorts of things. We process RFPs for professional services contracts, um, accounting services, legal services, lobbying services, and then we also process what we call best value, which is a new initiative through the city of Philadelphia, where we're now able to process um, and evaluate bids on other than just lowest price. So it's on any other criteria that we deem necessary and appropriate. So, Kathy and Deatrice, talk a little bit about your teams. How many people do you have to do these really important functions, and what kinds of skills do they have to have to be able to do that work? I believe right now my unit has seven people. We have some support staff who do a really wonderful job and uh, can probably move up, hopefully, in the next few years. We have folks who handle I think that was I think that was a message to me to add staff to her <laughs> office. But go ahead. I'm it sorry. Was, it was just supporting my people, and I think that they're doing a great job and can <laughs> progress professionally. I think they are, too. We have certification staff, and really as a certifier, you have to be a paralegal, be an investigator, and a social worker is part of your portfolio of skills. We have folks who do monitoring on contracts where you have to go out to the job sites. We have folks who have to set goals and, and evaluate bids where you have to look at what people are submitting to see whether it meets the standards and sometimes go to court when we might get Get sued by someone who's unhappy with being taken off of a bid. And we have our concessions program staff, and that staff reviews very complicated leases that go into the hundred or so stores that we have here in our airport mall. Deatrice, talk about your staff and the kind of qualifications they need to have and what they do to support the mission. Well, I have a staff of 15, managers, supervisor, and departmental procurement specialists. We have specification writers. And basically, when you have a bid or an RFP, you either need to develop specifications for a commodity or develop a scope of work for a professional service contract. So that's the type of work that they do. Then we also process purchase orders. It's the vehicle by which we get to purchase once the contract is in place. So if a unit decides, I need to purchase something off of an existing contract, we have to put a purchase order in place to make sure that can happen. We do a lot of troubleshooting, a lot of investigative work, like Kathy said, because we do have to do a lot of research to make sure specifications are accurate and up to date. Basically, we are here to help our end users, which are over the 25 units that we have at the airport, get what they need when they need it and get the best price for it. So we are their advocates sometimes. Sometimes we're their liaison with downtown procurement or other central agencies downtown. And we really do try to never say no. We're customer service oriented and our focus is to serve our peers. What I think our listeners will find very interesting about what you all just said about your units is all the work that goes into buying something very simple. And you wouldn't think about all the steps that you have to go through and all the people that it takes just to get the things that you need to keep the airport running. And I think that's a really interesting thing. So let's switch gears real quick and go to the Business Opportunity Forum. So Kathy, what exactly is the Business Opportunity Forum and when is it held? 
Well, the Business Opportunity Forum is really the, the region's premier business diversity event. It is the largest event of its kind in the region. We typically get about 500 or so business partners attending. And it's held as part of MedWeek, which is Minority Enterprise Development Week. And this is the 35th year for MedWeek. And MedWeek and, and the BOF are both very focused on ensuring economic equity for all people in our region. So, Deatrice, who's invited and what happens at the forum? Describe kind of the run of show, if you will. Well, it starts very early in the morning, Um, (laughs) but although the focus is on um, MedWeek and minority vendors, we do encourage all vendors to attend big firms, small firms, minority firms, majority firms, so that they can interact, so that they can engage, so that they can network, so that they can all find out the same information at the same time and understand the process of doing business, not just with the airport, but with the city of Philadelphia in general. So it's very informative for attendees, but also you get to meet up with people and companies that you may hear names, but you don't know the actual people that are there. It's a great opportunity for everyone. So what kind of sessions could people expect to see at the Business Opportunity Forum? So like you said, they change every year. There's always some topic that either delves into process or systems that we use, online systems, helping the attendees understand how to navigate through those systems online and just kind of try to take away the mystery of how to do business with the city. It can be very daunting. But we try to give as much information as we can. So there's typically a question um, and answer session, as well as just interacting with the attendees, whether it's during networking or if they stop by our booths after, then we can give them the information that they need. And one of the things that is a very important part of the business opportunity forum every year is we do a survey and we take that survey input and we try to shape the program every year moving forward. This year, in response to what we've heard back from previous attendees from our surveys every year, we're focused focusing almost exclusively on networking, and we're going to be providing a lot of different opportunities for small, diverse firms to meet with prime contractors. We do a lot of work trying to also locate minority and women prime contractors throughout the country because there are fewer of those, and people can have a lot of benefits from partnering with those firms if you're trying to learn how to grow. We have A number of our transportation agency partners come, like SEPTA, the Turnpike Authority, so people can learn about opportunities there. And we also do a lot of work with the ethnic chambers of commerce and with financial support agencies like uh, PIDC or the Temple Small Business Development Group. So we're going to be having a lot of those partners for people to come network with and learn from. I read the comments from last year, and every single time they talk about networking as being the most valuable part. So, you know, we need to give those customers what they want, and more networking time seems to be it. And we always have to keep it fresh and change it, and different things are important in different years. When we were doing a larger capital development program, having people learn about public works and professional services was really important to people that year. I can't predict what next year is going to bring. Deatrice, you hold workshops not just as part of the Business Opportunity Forum, but you do it all year long, right? Yes. That help educate business owners from the bid process and on the RFP side. Can you talk a little bit about some of the workshops that your unit has held over the past year or so? Well, we try to engage on all levels. Some of them are even internal workshops within the airport so that they understand what procurement is all about. But typically, we we approach it as the hows. So how do you navigate through the system? Um, How do you submit an RFP? And then the what not to do's. So 
and, and that can be a very long list. And we've learned from experience that, you know, we don't want you to keep making the same mistake over and over. So we try to really inform them this, you don't do this, don't do that, don't do. And so we try to really delve into things that are just common mistakes. And it's very easy to make those when you're new to the process. The point of that is to make sure that folks are able to be successful, yes. right? We yes. want to make sure there's a level playing field, that everybody understands the rules, follows them equally, and has an equal opportunity to get the work. And take away the factor of intimidation. Some people just don't do business with the city because they don't understand the process or because they're fearful. Um, they think it's, it's too much to do. But once they learn it, they find that it, it's very easy to navigate. Yeah. So I want to go back to the feedback piece of it. And, and by the way, you said something earlier, Deatrice, that I remember was a, a very important piece of feedback we got a couple of years ago, which was to start the session earlier, that a lot of the folks who want to come to the Business Opportunity Forum are business owners and operators, and they can't afford to take a whole day off. So yeah, it starts pretty early in the morning, but that's so that we can capture as many participants as possible without having to impact their business, right? Yes. And Kathy, there were a couple things that we've started this year in the airport that may not be necessarily tweaks to the business opportunity forum itself, but new initiatives in the airport that we got through the business opportunity forum. Can you talk about those initiatives? Well, they definitely support the business opportunity forum and opportunity for all. And my office has uh, increased its portfolio of responsibilities, and we're very excited about that. One of the things we're going to be doing come the fall is a construction management course in uh, collaboration with the Temple Small Business Development uh, Center and with the Fox School of Business. And we're going to be able to provide a nine-month course to small, diverse businesses that want to work at the airport to really up their game. It's a very important opportunity for these firms. We've been working citywide. One of the things we started here was a small business program. And the ideas in the small business program helped influence the development of a local business program for the city that's going to be on the ballot come November. And it's going to remove a lot of barriers for local small businesses and diverse businesses to participate. And uh, one of the other things that we're looking at in our enhanced responsibilities is there's something called an IRA app, which is an app on a smartphone to help blind people and people with visual impairments to navigate the airport independently. And again, that's not just for travel, but also for doing business. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Deatrice and Kathy, I think that's all the time we have today. You've heard me talk before about my experience in the Air Force and how one of the things that I learned was it doesn't matter if you're working in the cafeteria peeling potatoes or if you're paying invoices or if you're doing DBE certifications or procurement processes, everything is really important to the mission of the airport. And I think that our listeners today will understand a little bit more about the important role that both of you play in us making sure that travelers ultimately get to where they need to go for this airport to look the best that it can for it to have the supplies and the things that it needs to complete its mission. Thank you so much for joining me today. And listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this program. To learn more about the Business Opportunity Forum and all Philadelphia-based businesses within our airport, please visit our newly redesigned website, phl.org. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening. <music>